Table Reads presents Batman Year One by Frank Miller. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's a good part. Which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee, Jeff Lewis, and Joshua Baker. Hey, it's us. We're here. We're back. We're here. It's Sean and Josh back, and Jeff back. and Jeff. Your table readers. Oh, that's uh, oh, table readers. Yes, we read the table. That's what this podcast is about. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. <laughs> that was only for Patreon stream subscribers. Um, no, everyone can watch this on YouTube once the episode's live. What? You could watch it a month earlier. That's months from now. How it would is. I see it sooner to listen to this? One you would just sign up for Patreon for at the five dollar level. Oh, I fucked oh, up. Five dollars. Way affordable. Five dollars. You do it again, monkey. For for one dollar. You get this ad free. Oh. No fucking ads. I only get to listen to you guys. Nobody, uh, us guys, nobody else. That's right. Wow. Man. And welcome to the infomercial hour. (laughs) What a a great deal. (laughs) It's such a great deal. And for four more of those $1, you get all the best stuff. And for free, you get to hear us talk about Batman Year One by one Frank Miller. Previously on Table Reads. So, Bruce Wayne puts his master crime fighting plan into action. That plan? Go fight crime. With punches. So, going into unsavory locations while practically wearing a sign that says, please come do crime to me. He employs all the fighting techniques he learned from a life spent as a menial laborer, I guess. Until he can't beat up 16 ex-cons at once and decides he needs to learn real crime fighting. So he goes to the library. Meanwhile, Jim Gordon shows what a great detective he is by turning Whistleblower to the mayor, who is legitimately the most obviously suspicious character ever committed to paper. (laughs) When we left off, Bruce had just successfully tested some C4 that he learned how to make, yes, from a library book. Fade in. (laughs) It's one of those buttons. I mess everything up. He learned it at the library. library. I I wanted to, I I was laughing because I was remembering us talking last time. I would love a scene where Jim Gordon's talking to Mayor No One and then he takes his gun and just like picking his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) You're crazy. You're crazy. Get out of my office. (laughs) Who else should be told about this? Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hmm. You made it better again, Jeff. Yeah, I did it. Stop it. Fucked it up. Sorry. Interior. <clears throat> Gotham Justice Building Garage. Night. Weird way to identify a location, right? The GJG. <laughs> he couldn't spell fucking courthouse. GJBG. 
Justice building. It's also it's also a punk club in GJBG. Gordon's footsteps echo through the empty garage. He puts his key in the car door, then turns at a sound. A baseball bat drags across the concrete floor. Paulie, you're supposed to carry it upright so he doesn't hear you coming. Oh no, don't drag that. <laughs> Just bought that. Um, Gordon pivots as more baseball bats approach from every direction. Nobody's carrying them. This is baseball bats. <laughs> These are heavy. <laughs> Shadowed. <laughs> it's all four-year-olds. They can't pick <laughs> We was told to come murder you. We gonna play baseball? <laughs> Shadowed figures surround Gordon. You know the orders, dudes. Just enough to keep him out of the hospital and out of the papers. We don't want no trouble for a hero cop making it into the papers. Hold on. They're not even gonna send him to the hospital? No. But they've got... That's a lot of baseball bats to R not go to the hospital. Yeah, so R hold on. And he's saying this out loud to them in Gordon's presence. Yeah. So Gordon should just shrug and go, okay, I <laughs> guess this is going to be painful for a couple days. He takes his trusty gun out <laughs> and points it at them and then goes, bam, <laughs> shoots himself. And then blames them. Ow. For real, though, what? We don't want to send him to the hospital. Literally, the dude's just, yeah, okay, We're I'm going to be sore. We're trying to get rid of him. Don't send him to the hospital. He no calls, no shows tomorrow, no doctor's excuses. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Utterly bonkers. A baseball bat slams into Gordon's side. <clears throat> we see silhouettes as a dozen men swing baseball bats at the helpless Gordon. He doesn't have a chance against the bastards. When they finish, he's lying on the ground, bleeding, sort of. <laughs> just a little. This is just a warning. <laughs> a smidge. Wouldn't want your pretty wife to get hurt because of your stubbornness, Jimmy. You mean a little bit hurt though, right? Yeah, like we're gonna, she's gonna we're just gonna put a bunch of shit to stubborn toes. We're just gonna cancel his shows. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be so sad. We're gonna push her down, but we'll make sure there's carpet. We're gonna make sure that they're all out of that that particular flavor of latte. Her juice. knee's gonna be so skinned. You know, <laughs> you know the trash you took out earlier. We're putting it back in. She blames you. You're both yelling at each other. You do the little crying bit in the bathroom. Bang, bang! You shoot yourself in the mouth we, like you've been threatening. We to. didn't do it, but we did. Wink. <laughs> Using fucking domestic <laughs> arguments to fucking get people. I like how I like how the bats beat up Gordon. Yeah. Bro <laughs> I was hit by a group of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman must be stopped. <laughs> no more dead cops. No more slightly injured cops. Why is there an exclamation point in the sky? What are you talking about? That's just one shape. There's no dot. That's Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. a bat. It's the bat signal. It's the bat signal. <laughs> hey, Gordon, you ever had a splinter? It's not very pleasant, is it? You keep sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. There's gonna be splinters. There's gonna be paper cuts. You're in for a world of sort of hurt. 
Neil, get in here and cough on the motherfucker. <laughs> no, no. It's a float. Neil's got a 99 degree temperature. <laughs> Try that on for size, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, I unplugged myself again. <laughs> okay. Flask drops his black and yellow baseball bat on Gordon. Why is it black and yellow? Black and yellow, black and yellow. Black stripe, yellow paint. <laughs> they leave laughing and dragging bats on the concrete floor. Slowly, Gordon gets to his feet and heads home to the interior hallway outside Gordon's <laughs> He lives there. He hasn't, he hasn't said anything about this. There's no like... No, he's standing there. Get it. They come. They go, all right, beat him sideways, not up, just to the side a bit. Knock him over once. Don't you do stuff. And then he's just at home. I don't need to say anything about any of this. She opens the door and Gordon's like, ow. (laughs) Gordon drags his battered body. Again, lightly battered. (laughs) Just like a thin breading. Like a coconut shrimp. His lightly battered body slowly down the hall to his door. He enters. Oh my god, Jim! The door swings shut. Interior, chop shop, east end, night. Bruce hears a large, dirty garage. Bruce enters a large, dirty garage where young men dismantle expensive sports cars. November 2nd. Dear Father, you always told me if a job is difficult, then I'm using the wrong tools. Today, I test that theory. Oh, were you done? Sorry. I fucking love it. (laughs) All eyes fall on the tall stranger as he flings open his long overcoat. He's wearing the brightly colored sports gear under his coat, is this going to be a whole bunch of trial and error? Yeah. It's like, all right, I did nothing, and the guy recognized me. <laughs> the pimp recognized me. So I did a fake scar and a big hat, but that didn't work. So now I'm doing a hockey mask and these pads, and that didn't work. And a trench coat. I am unrecognizable. <laughs> How many steps until you land on, like, what if I just start dressing like different animals? So he shows up dressed as a panda, gets his ass kicked, <laughs> lands on bat. I love boom, <laughs> done. I love the idea that he's like walking down the street in like full hockey gear <laughs> with an overcoat. <laughs> it's you know what it is. What do you want, punk? It's the scene from The Matrix when they walk in. And they, they throw open their coats and they pull out the guns and there's the huge shootout. Yeah. It's that. And this came after that, remember. It's that, except I'm a hockey player. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, it's still slow motion, but it's because he's so enamored by fucking <laughs> hockey gear. He's like, <laughs> he walks in and he's like, that puck isn't getting past me. I guard this city. <laughs> You can't move around for shit in hockey gear. That's why I'm, like, that's why I'm laughing. Like, he, like I become he, the flow. Yeah, he moves around like a like a fucking b- basketball mascot, yeah. like lost. <laughs> so then the Vigilant Man came in and beat up all my guys. <laughs> <laughs> the hockey team's gone crazy. 
Anyway. Oh, he's still got the hat, though. Really, he's wearing the brightly colored sports gear under his coat and the catcher's mask under his wide-brimmed hat. I love it. So he can walk in. The brim is so big that you can't tell he's wearing a hockey mask. He's, like, walking with his head down, and then he's like, Ha-ha! He's a crazy homeless guy. <laughs> Put these on. <laughs> It'll make more sense when you read the next one. Uh... He tosses a pile of handcuffs on a workbench. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Obviously, you're so scared of me that you're going to arrest yourselves. Checkmate. <laughs> Tip of the hat. Tip of the hat, but his, his arms are way out here because the hockey passed. <laughs> the thieves, stunned for a moment, break out laughing. Yeah, I get it. That's same, the first believable same. thing that I've seen in this whole script. They attack with the tools of their trade. Butane torches, cutters, hammers. Dear father. Wait, this is just a rival scrapyard. This is just business. Cutting into a business. He's, a, he's not a hero. He's just another player. I really want to see him running away in all these pads <laughs> while being chased with an acetylene torch. <laughs> no! He's the trash man. <laughs> Bruce takes a terrible beating, but he gives back at least twice what he's getting. Does he? Until an underboss pulls out a gun. Bruce slams a handful of glass vials into the gunman's chest. White phosphorus explosions blinds the would-be shooter, burns his clothes and face. Okay, that's enough for now. Enough fun for now. Fun for now. Oh, th <laughs> it's even better. I thought he was just like, just, all right, <laughs> that about does it. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> okay, that's enough for now. Fun for now. Fuck. My head keeps wanting to... Take three. It. You're fired. Okay, that's enough fun for now. Bruce throws another handful of vials at the criminals. Pop, pop, pop. The men instantly fall to their hands and knees, vomiting as Bruce makes his exit. Apparently, he's a really good throw, too. <laughs> but he's Out like, of nowhere. He's not so much Batman as he is like a chemist. <laughs> it's like he's not Batman, he's Pitcher Man. Chemist Man. Pitcher Man. <laughs> it's all baseball. Exterior. Alley behind the chop shop. Moments later, Bruce's catcher's mask flies. Oh, it's a catcher's mask. Wait, didn't it say hockey mask before? No, it's a catcher's mask. Oh. Oh, so it's not hockey gear. It's all baseball gear. It is baseball gear. He's dressed like a, a baseball catcher. I'm not reading back that far, but I guarantee you when he when he was at the sports store. There was a hockey He thing. bought hockey masks. Oh, he was looking at the hockey mask. I don't know. Now we're splitting hairs about something. That, yeah. Either way, he's covered in pads and looks like an umpire. Yeah. Also, he chose the catcher's mask over the hockey mask, apparently. You can see right through that. That's true. That's just wires. Well, a hockey mask made more sense. It's actually, you can't see what the fuck. 
Maybe we made it a hockey like, mask in our mind because we're right. like, yeah. No, it definitely said hockey mask no, when he was at the sporting just, goods store. Now he just pitches it and he's like, you're out. Like he's just making baseball <laughs> puns. So this is how he gets to Batman. He's, yeah. a, he's a baseball player. We'll get there if we ever stop fucking talking about it. Get there. This is the part of the Shout show. Out. This is the show. <laughs> Everybody else is here's bullshit. If, if he wrote a line that we could get past without needing to do this, <laughs> That's right. we he would. <laughs> um, Bruce's catcher's mask flies through the air and shatters against stone wall. Too much protection just slowed me down. The chest protector slips into a dumpster. Interior, Bruce Wayne's apartment later. Bruce, naked, sews stitches into his stomach with a needle and thread. Deep cuts on his back ooze blood. They're stitched up only as far around as he can reach. I have the tools, but not the methodology. Something is still missing. Father, I need an edge, an advantage. On the TV, under the word special report. Criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. It's obvious this vigilante is trying to scare and intimidate them with violence. That's right, Brian. The vigilante marks his victim with a wound shaped like a bat, in obvious reference to the occult. They show the victims with marks on their faces. Bruce looks at his father's signet ring and picks something, a piece of flesh, out of it with the sewing needle. The TV shows a scarred mugger in Gotham's prison hospital. I, I, I make a few mistakes and I get this, I get mocked. People won't even talk to me. I've been mocked by the bat. But you know, Jane, not everyone thinks the vigilante is the bad guy here. A lot of Gotham's common common citizens are happy to see those people get what they deserve. Thanks for that report, Brian. Up next, the Batman vigilante. Friend or foe? Yes, father. Now I see. Thank you. Your loving son, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce looks over at the pile of supplies left over from his shopping spree. Bruce smiles wide. <laughs> He's missing all his front teeth. What the fuck? Because he didn't go with the hockey mask. That's true. That is meant to guard your front teeth. Also, that's fucked up. <laughs> Interior. Commissioner Loeb's office the next day. Mayor No One storms into Loeb's office. He's pissed. Loeb, what the hell is going on here? Police officers beaten in the precinct parking garage. This is an officer who has come to me with serious accusations against this department. How do you think that looks? Mayor, sit down. <clears throat> you should leave this to me, Frank. But Jillian, our operations. That's not a sentence. <laughs> also, is Mayor Loeb's first name Jillian? Jillian Loeb. Yep. But that's Scully. Anyway, but Jillian, our operations. He knows too much, and he isn't backing off. Maybe we should slow things down. If he goes to the press... And maybe you need to remember who's running this show. I'll say when we slow things down, which will never, which will be never, and how we handle Gordon. He was at my office again. Said he'd be making a file documenting what he knows. Documenting what he knows. I tried to get it. 
but he wouldn't hand it over. He's a loose cannon. There's no telling what he might do. Don't you worry, Frank. I'm putting Gordon where he can't do any harm. Loeb smiles. Interior, Bruce Wayne's apartment, day. Bruce cuts a hockey mask in half. Finally. And spray paints it black. Oh, no. And spray paints it black along with the ammo belt, the groin protector, and knife. He paints a pair of steel dentures white. I love it. <clears throat> this is fucking November 6th. Dear father, it's all coming wait, wait, together. Wait, wait, can, can you read it like this? Like she's got, I got your shake teeth in? November 6th. Dear father, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all coming. It's all coming together. I can feel it. <laughs> Bruce welds a familiar but primitive bat logo into a pair of brass knuckles. He tries them on over a pair of heavy leather gloves with razor blades fitted into the side seams. I have everything. <laughs> um, I have everything. <laughs> I have everything I need. <laughs> okay, I want to point something out, though, about this ring and the, the bat mark. Mm. It's really not clear in the script, but I read online a while back. Um, I didn't mean to, but uh, I read online that that's what the ring was. Like the T and the W that make up Thomas Wayne somehow form into something that leaves an impression that looks like a bat. I could tell the W, but I didn't know how the T would fit in to make it look like It's like on top of it, and I guess has a serif maybe that gives it the little Mm. points. Okay. I mean, it's a stretch any way you look at it. Yeah, I mean, as a graphics designer... I'm, I'm a graphic designer in the film industry. It would be my job to design this. You should do that. And it's difficult. I I played with a little bit. Just okay, on paper, okay, just yeah. like... A, a prop and, from a movie that didn't get made. But I mean, I'm sure people would... <laughs> I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I finally have everything I need. I have everything I need. Bruce fills the ammo belt with rope, duct tape, lockpick set, dangerous looking stun grenades. All the pieces are falling in their place. Syringes labeled stimulant, painkiller, truth serum, fear toxin. Everything is needed or everything is changed. I am reborn. Smoke bombs. Also homemade and dangerous looking. I will show them no mercy. <laughs> that Keep line going. read like hell. Keep is going. Funny. It's good. It's good. Keep going. Throwing knives, pepper spray, smelling salts, tape recorder, <laughs> binoculars, sewing kit, and super glue. Father, you will have your revenge. Bruce puts on the leather gloves and click. The ammo belt around his waist. His pants immediately fall to the floor. So I'm gonna assume when he's in action, he's putting in the the dentures. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read him like Batman in the in the action, but in the VOs, oh he's all toothless. This is because he's relaxing at home. He's having a good Yeah, father. And they're steel, so I right. guess they're like not dentures, but mouth guards. Oh, he like plans sporting on sporting mouth yeah, guards. He plans on biting some fuckers. That like, he's painted white. Yeah, like regular teeth. Just leave them silver. That's way more menacing. Like if a dude shows up with a fucking grill, gonna bite your shit. Yeah, that's terrifying. I wonder if he has like pointy bat teeth. 
That's what he should have done, right? That's got to be what he was. What That's was what I wanted. Yeah. If only I could afford an orthodontist. Andacula. <laughs> Batula. Batula. Bada. Commissioner Loeb's office. Day. <clears throat> I assume it's interior. Doesn't tell us. Gordon stands at attention before Loeb's huge walnut desk. He's swollen and bruised. You wanted to see me, sir? Yes, Gordon. I heard about the unfortunate incident the other day. Funny, you'd think a trained police officer would have no problem with thugs in the precinct garage. Yes, you would. Loeb is taken aback. Was that some kind of jab? He continues. I'm reassigning you. Gordon suppresses a smile, hopeful. The press has its panties in a bunch, asking questions, hounding me. Loeb enjoys it, draws it out. And because you seem to need a mm, safer environment, I'm putting you on the Batman vigilante case. Gordon scowls, pure rage. Interior, Gordon's apartment, that night. Gordon pounds on an old typewriter at the kitchen table. Marlboro's overflowing ashtray. Anne stands behind him in a nightgown, hands on her shoulders. Honey, can't this wait? This file is the, my only chance. They put me on the Batman case to get rid of me. I can't let Loeb push me aside that easily. I've got to compile the evidence no one needs to take me down. <laughs> Wait, he's no one. Fuck your noon. He's no one. No one needs to take them down. The evidence noon needs to take them down. Oh, boo. No okay. One's, no one's better. <clears throat> okay, honey, but come to bed soon. She gives him a kiss and leaves. Gordon resumes typing. Section 14, Commissioner Loeb. Huh? I said good luck. This is a long time. Section 14, Commissioner Loeb. Based on interviews and my direct contact with the commissioner, I believe it is possible that commissioner's involvement goes far deeper than the kickback slush fund. Loeb may be controlling all organized crime in Gotham City. And as of now, these allegations are mere speculation. I don't have the resources to pursue that line of inquiry. That was so good. There's even I didn't. A, there's I don't even think we let it go that far no, no. for the like. I've never heard the return. ding before. Yeah. Yeah. Ding. ding. He kept going though. Uh, Gordon sighs, lights another Marlboro, and goes back to work. Interior: Gotham Justice Building. Basement: Ooh, the GBBB. <laughs> the GJBBB. GJBB. In the M. Gordon walks down dark stairs along a long corridor, down more stairs, past dripping pipes, through a door, down another hallway with flickering lights, to the door to interior, Gordon's new office. On the walls hang maps with numbered pins, police sketches of the Batman, and photos of the marks on victims' faces. As Gordon enters, a young police officer, Merkel, jumps up. Good morning, sir. Three more came in last night, sir. Let me guess. We'll find all of them in the prison wing at Gotham Mercy. Yep, all three. Admitted last night. We better hit the road, then. I can get my coffee on the way. Gordon leaves. Merkel runs after him, pulling on his coat. Interior, Gotham Memorial Hospital. Security ward. Later. Gordon and Merkel meet Dr. Wallace as they pass through security. They talk as they walk through the busy ward. Everywhere beaten men lie cuffed to hospital beds, some in traction or horrible-looking braces. Almost all bear the mark of the bat. Morning, Doctor. 
I hear you have a few more guests for us to talk to. Merkel, Gordon, your lacerations seem to be healing nicely. So what do you have for us today? Couple guys from an electronic store heist. Broken clavicle, some ribs, dislocated shoulder, concussion, and about 12 hours surgery between them. And the other one? A pusher from Stillmore Heights. He'll need some dental work, and he took about 75 stitches, but he's okay. We have him in isolation, if you want to talk to him. Yeah. Seems he has he was made to eat his own product. We've had to keep him away from the general population. The doctor stops to inspect the chart for a man in bandages. Did you do you notice anything about these men? That was uppity cop from the basement. Merkel. Wait, what? Merkel was uppity cop from oh, the basement. Oh, you're right. You mean the mark of the bat? No, I'm talking about their spirit. These men are broken, scared. Merkel looks around. He's right. Some of the criminals are even crying. Just then, the doctor opens a door for the cops. And here's your drug dealer. In the corner of the padded room towers the former shell of a once tough street pusher. His haunted eyes are framed by stitched up wounds that still very much resemble a bat. Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Bear, watch your language, you bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on youtube.com slash ferriswheelhouse2, or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. Ain't he a stinker? Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput. Which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to Table Reads. So, we got him to Batman. I mean, half a hockey mask for his Bat mask? Not great still. But which half? <laughs> it did not specify. It's the lower it's half? It's the left half. <laughs> he cut it down the middle. He's the bat of the masquerade. That's how that's how Harvey Dent gets fucking inspired. He's like, wow. He steals his mask. He puts it on, and then there's an explosion that blows off that side, but only, it protects that side. That's why he hates Batman. Does anybody it got it a all to, We're making it better. Yeah. I, oh, shit. We're doing it again. Fuck. I guarantee we're making it better. Pay us, Hollywood. Well, I'm... Uh, I'm excited to see where we're going, so let's, let's just going. fucking let's get in there. Bat- Fade in. Interior. Harvey Dent's office. Later. Harvey Dent opens a door bearing the words, Harvey Dent, Assistant District Attorney, for Gordon. The two men enter together. Gordon carries a notepad. You're kidding me! I'm the Batman Vigilante? My wife will love this! Hey, you're young, you work out, and I've seen your record. We have no love of organized crime. I saw the Estrada trial on TV. Yeah, well, he's still on the streets, isn't he? No question mark. If I was the vigilante, Estrada would be making license plates right now, not running Gotham's prostitution racket. Yeah, it must be frustrating. Flipping through notes. You know, 
Estrada's operation has been hit quite a few times. A detective was even killed at one of his brothels. I heard. Detective Campbell. No big loss for the department from what I can understand. Do you guys like my 1989 uh, Billy D. Williams impression? Because it's, it is it's, real bad. <laughs> I didn't even know it was Billy D. <laughs> I didn't know it was Billy D. I, I know we talked about it during the break, and I was like, oh, he went a different direction. And you're like, how do you like my Billy D? And it I'm sounded like, like this I've is a trick never question. tried it. I was trying. I wasn't. I wasn't going for like Lando. You I was going Lando. for the way he talked in uh, Batman. Yeah. Right. It, it, I was. Oh. I heard La Noir. Like, because well, that's how he talks. He's like, uh, if there were a bat in Gotham City, we'd find him and we'd put him away. Yeah. Uh, but it's still bad. It's, You're doing great. I'm doing the best I can. You're doing great for a five foot three white man <laughs> trying to impersonate <laughs> Billy D. Fucking Williams, the right. smoothest black man that ever lived. That's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, where the fuck were we? Gordon smiles at that. Gordon smiles at that. Yeah. Well. I- <clears throat> Yeah, well, I have a list of dates and times. I'd like you to account for your whereabouts. Sorry, Detective. I, I'm not trying for Billy D anymore. Sorry, Detective. I was in D.C. at a convention for three of these dates, and my wife will tell you that I was home with her for most of the rest. I'm not your Batman. Wish I was, but I'm not. No, you don't. He's a dangerous psychopath, and when I catch him, he's going down hard. I'm surprised to hear you say that, Gordon. I hear you're one of the few remaining good cops on the force. Oh, Christ, not you too. You of all people should know, we live in a society of laws. This guy isn't a hero. He thinks he's above the law. He's a terrorist, plain and simple. Gordon lights another Marlboro. Interior, upholstery district cat house, night. Selena and Holly now live in a large warehouse divided by plywood into dozens of small rooms for the prostitutes. Their cubicle sports a sagging bed and a gaudy pink paint job. The ceiling is chicken wire. Okay, Frank, we need to have a talk. Oh, Where are you going to get your prostitutes? Well, I, You need to find classier establishments, okay? Frank, seriously, I'm worried about you. Some real shit. I had to turn and address the camera. They're oh. in chicken wire. And for $5, Frank Miller can get that message. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Frank Miller listens to this and he goes, this fucking kid is such an amateur. I pay extra for that kind of filth. I pay extra for the chicken wire. Who do you think put the fucking chicken wire there? <laughs> I did that with wanted money. Hundreds of voices, arguing, copulating, flirting, fill the cavernous space around and above their cubicle. Selena wears a blonde wig. It's dinner time, Selena. Tuna from a can. Wait, it's dinner time. Selena, tuna from a can. Holly, pizza. That was written really weird, right? That's written pretty weird. Okay. Oh, uh, I think I was Holly. Selena, I don't like it here. Hush. Keep your voice down. I'm Mistress Kitty now. You have to remember that. No one can know who we are. I'm sorry. Look, 
I don't like it any better than you, okay? But I've got an idea. We can change things for real this time. What are you going to do? I'm going to take a little something back from those bastards. I'm going to make them pay. Can't we just leave town? Go somewhere where Chi-Chi and the cops can't find us? Come on, Holly. If it isn't Chi-Chi, it's going to be someone else. Now, I've been talking to some of the girls who work down on Franklin Street. They say sometimes city limos pick up girls down there for parties. I figure we get a camera. You're scaring me. Yeah, well, sometime... Yeah, well, maybe it's time we did some scaring. Selena finishes her tuna and throws the can to a black cat. She ate tuna because cats like tuna. That's true. Wow. She's in a cat house. Straight out of the can. You know, like a human. Layers to this shit, player. <laughs> I'll just beat you over the head with a bat while we're at it. What? That was subtle. <laughs> Interior. Gordon's cramped new office. Night. We new office. He's like down there next to Mulder in the basement. Merkel. <laughs> next to Jelly. They, they call him Spooky Merkel. <laughs> spooky Merkel. Nobody calls you that. <laughs> he tells everybody they call him that. They call me Spooky Merkel. That's like the worst fucking nickname. I watched that episode. He's like, everybody calls him Spooky Mulder. Nobody fucking calls you that. <laughs> Make that shit up. You know, in 1992, people were not as witty. Right. Oh, was that At least it? not in the FBI. Time made people wittier. I get it. <laughs> the internet made people wittier. No Thanks, nuance guys. before that. Like, it's true. It's true. Before the, the internet, no one had like a uh, hurdle to like get over. Well, you also, to top everybody. Autistic you also had, you also had all the studios who controlled everything deciding what was in content. So like the, the lowest common denominator was lower. Yeah, I'm sure Chris Carter's original draft was like batshit Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> That's all fucking crazy Mulder. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Nutbag nut Mulder. Oh, Gordon Canadian. Gordon smokes a cigarette and watches a small monitor set up on his desk. Merkel stands behind him with his coat on. Uh, the security tape, choppy and grainy, shows the inside of a jewelry store. Four men climb through a broken window and begin stuffing their pockets with gems. Watch this. He scares the crap out of them. Suddenly, they all jump in surprise. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> ah! He's like, boo! boo. <laughs> uh, wasn't that great? He scared the crap out of them. This would be a great YouTube video. One million views. Ah, a dark shadowy figure enters the frame. It's the Batman, but we can't make out exactly what he looks like. To us, he's just a big black hulk. The men back away, scared. The shadowy figure leaps on them. There's a fight, but it's over very quickly. The shadowy figure leaves the thieves twitching on the floor. Jesus, the guy is brutal. Yeah, brutal and vicious. Shouldn't you call it a night? I've still got a little bit more work to do. All right, well, good night, sir. Merkel leaves. Gordon hits rewind. <laughs> boo. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me every time. A boo. <laughs> a boo. Boo. 
Oh, that's great. Huh. All my buttons just disappeared. They're right there. Oh, that line. They're just one big black hulk. <laughs> Can't see the buttons. Um. Gordon sits in his parked car between Alan's son's garage and the cat house. Chi-Chi yells at the girls as he hobbles down the steps and gets in his car. A moment later, he pulls out. Just like everybody else in there, am I right? (laughs) They're whores. Gordon stubs out his cigarette and pulls out after him. From a nearby rooftop, a large shadowy silhouette watches them both. Interior, Harvey Dent's office, day. Gordon bursts in unannounced. Harvey, I need a favor. Good morning to you too, Jim. I need a search warrant. You don't need a warrant to search my place, Jim. You're always welcome. Come over tonight and dig through my underwear drawer for a mask and cape. Sorry. You're not a suspect anymore, Harvey. You're not you're just not Batman material. My wife will be so disappointed. She's really into the suit. Yeah, okay. I didn't need to hear that. It's not a Batman thing, Harvey. I've got a hunch. A hunch? Aren't you supposed to stick to the Batman case? That's what I need you for. I can't request it myself. Okay. I'm listening. After we spoke, I got to thinking about the Campbell murder. He was killed inside one of Estrada's cat houses just before the vigilante appeared. And Estrada's prostitution ring has been hammered by the vigilante. So you think Estrada can lead you to the Batman? Or the other way around. It doesn't matter. I still don't get it. Look, I just want to take a look inside of one of Estrada's warehouses, okay? Hey, okay, you got it. I'll put the request in front of Judge Gillen this afternoon. Jim, this Batman thing is really getting to you, huh? The guy's slippery and he's getting better. Doing bigger and bigger criminals. He's changing his M.O., using a random pattern so he can't catch him. And he's been working on his disguise. It's transforming. Smash cut. Exterior. Rooftops. Night. A shadow runs across the gravel top, the gravel-toped surface and leaps to the next roof. Before we move on, I just want to say, I don't think that he's using a random pattern so they can't catch him. I think he's just fucking random. I think he's like, oh, where's crime? Where's crime? Oh, there's crime. Gotcha. He just goes <laughs> for dinner and he's like, there's crime happening over there. Uh, he's like eating falafel. <laughs> crime. crime. <laughs> just randomly through the night. He's like, I hope no one takes all of my money. <laughs> he's like ordering shit at Burger King and just punches the fucking person on the counter. Like, he's like, back to like, I really hope they did something wrong. <laughs> and in this city, that's a pretty good bet. Like, you know, like another Burger King guy, like hands him a drink, and is like, "How much for the drink?" He's like, "Ah, oh, it's all good." And he punches him. He's like, "Not stealing," <laughs> <laughs> and he throws two dollars down. <laughs> that's good. Seen from below is a fast, fluttering blur against a cloud-filled night sky. He's going from high building to lower ones jumping and rolling into the shadows. A window opens. A confused person looks out. You see that, Harold? Betty, for Christ's sakes, close the window. You'll catch your death. That 
definitely belongs in a dark and gritty Batman movie. That scene from the 66 series. Uh, Betty closes the window and gets back to her life. We follow his progress, but have trouble seeing him. We catch a glimpse as he leaps from a high building across an alley onto the fire escape of the other side. Then he's gone over the lip of the roof. This is the Batman's environment. Elevator rooms dripping with tar. The water towers, the TV antennas, abandoned mattresses, old chairs, cable TV hookup boxes, the crisp night air. Alone. The new identity changes everything. Father, I have an edge. I stay off the streets, work only at night. I step fear in their hearts. I have become their nightmare. We finally get a good look at the Batman, decked out in his new threads. He's massive, terrifying, spectacular. (laughs) He stands on the edge of a high roof, silhouetted against the giant full moon, watching an exterior East End warehouse. Parking lot, night. Below Gordon and a bunch of uniformed cops file out of a warehouse. Gordon balls up a search warrant and throws it into the gutter, disgusted. The cops drive off. Nothing but whores in there. (laughs) No crime. The cops drive off moments before Chi-Chi arrives in his car and hobbles on crutches inside the interior East End Warehouse, night. Chi-Chi makes his way through rows of stacked cardboard boxes and rolls of carpet. Then it's slowly and painfully up a flight of wooden stairs to an office, the kind with glass windows overlooking the warehouse and high glass skylights. In the office, five young men drape themselves over leather sofas, smoking and throwing potato chips at a group of young, malnourished women who cower on the floor. Sanchez, an older fat man, sits behind a desk on the phone. They just left. Yeah. They had a warrant, bunch of pussies. I told them they're house cleaners. Hey, what can they do? The girls have papers. It's really good. It's a very good Richard Nixon. Perfect. I was going for Pacino. <laughs> Richard Pacino <laughs> Richard Nixon. Richard Pacino. Ooh, I gotta tell you. <laughs> Nobody greets Chi-Chi as he enters. No one offers him a seat. Yeah, they look good too. No. I got the Russian ones. Oh, yeah? No shit. The shipment from Hong Kong <laughs> or, or the mainland. Well, I hope they're as good as these. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Sanchez hangs up. So, Chi-Chi, legs still hurt? Well, sometimes when it's wet out, I get this. No one cares. What's your take for the week? We did okay. Motherfucker, I asked you for a number. (laughs) Chi-Chi crutches over and puts a yellow paper bag from a department store on Sanchez's desk. Hmm. Okay. What the hell is okay? We don't pay for okay. We want good. We want great. We want freaking excellent out of you. There's been problems lately. Business is off. This vigilante is keeping the Johns away. He's got everyone scared to crash. A shower of glass drops from an overhead skylight. 
the Batman lands on Sanchez's desk. True fact, I cannot see a skylight without picturing Batman smash through it. Yeah, same. It's coming. It, it just happened. No, in real life. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been shopping at uh, Army-Navy stores lately, Jeff? You got a ah. surprise for us? No, but I'd be scared of someone who did. <laughs> uh, a terrifying demon of the night. Pure menace. Gentlemen, I'm here to ask you a few questions. The men are stunned, paralyzed by fear, until Sanchez pulls an Uzi from a holster and fires a volley at the back. When was the last time you saw an Uzi in a movie? In a holster. At all. Nobody just like fucking. Like, <laughs> I would say the last time I saw an Uzi in a movie had to be 1991. Yeah, it was it was way back then, right? Mission Impossible, Lethal Weapon shit. Like, where they're just. True lies. Lethal, true lethal die, Weapon die is hard. what I think. True yeah. lies. True lies. That was 96. Yeah, because she drops it and it falls and it spins. Yeah. And That's right. So we'll go yeah. 96 was probably the sure. last time anyone on a film production rented an Uzi. Right, right. Just throwing that out. Uh, And fires a volley at the Batman. But he's gone. The bullets strike Chi-Chi in the chest. He goes down. The Batman is in the air. He somersaults over the men on the sofas. Smoke bombs fly from his fingers. Pop, 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 pop. Then it's all shadows and confusion. Guns fire. Bam, bam, bam. Bones crack. People scream. Guns. Click, click, click. Empty. Finally, a body smashes through the plate glass onto the warehouse floor. A chimney effect takes place. The smoke, no longer trapped, is quickly sucked out the broken skylight, leaving the Batman and Sanchez the lone people on two feet. Sanchez, in shock, clicks his empty gun. The women break for the door and scatter into the night. A man clutches his throat and writhes on the desk. Without ever removing his eyes from Sanchez, the Batman draws a knife and jabs it into the choking man's throat. What? Instant tracheotomy. Oh, the man can breathe. He slides, relieved, to the floor. I'm sorry, Batman just saved a man's life by stabbing him in the throat. Without looking. That's what he do. <laughs> the library is a place you get to learn lots of things. Yeah, he did the throwing knives. The more you I'm know. a bat surgeon. Watch me. Better. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. And now I want to lobby for this movie to be made and for Batman to be played by LeVar Burton. I want to see that movie right now. Now then. Where is your boss? The Batman grabs Sanchez by the head with both hands. Where is Estrada? Down. Docs. New girls. Shipment. Say sentences. Down, Docs. New girls. Shipment. (laughs) The Batman throws Sanchez (laughs) to the floor. Smash cut. Exterior. Dark streets. Night. A black Lincoln Continental drives through the bleak, barren streets of Gotham at breakneck speed. It is no ordinary Lincoln Continental. It's the Batmobile. No.
Its windows are tinted opaque. Heavy steel bumper modifications have been welded to the chassis. The hood has been chopped back to make room for the supercharged school bus engine that powers it. Because when you think powerful machine, you think school bus. <laughs> Come on, motherfucker, make this car as fast as a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously it makes sense because a motor that can haul something that large, put into something that small, is going to be supercharged, but does it have the torque? I don't think it does. The front chassis just drives without the rest of the fucking vehicle. It just rips it in half. Yeah. It just explodes. <laughs> it tries to go anywhere. And it drives without headlights. Like a car possessed. Reckless and demonic. Oh, it's the Batmobile. You know, uh, not having headlights doesn't make you scary. Boo! <laughs> it, it, it makes you not able to see it's where like you're a, going. I like this Mad Max kind of Batman right. thing. It's kind of rad. Like, I like that he got better with Tom. That's that's that's. I hope cool. the last scene is him finding out that he has money. Has, oh, I thought you were gonna say he has headlights. <laughs> <laughs> there was a button. <laughs> like there's like, like get out, Batman. And as he's taking his mask off, he's like click, and the headlights come all the way. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a cool twist if he finds money. Yeah, he just finds out, like, oh, I'm Bruce Wayne. Fuck. Also, yeah. I'm Bruce. This would have been a lot easier with billions of dollars. Well, it'll, make it, it'll make it a lot more rad, like, on the other end. Like, if he finds that he has money and then he, had, he, he got all these skills by, like, doing it the hard way. And then now he has money. Right. Like, like he's in... He's in like Harvey Dent, or he's in the mayor's office, and he's like about to stab Har- fucking the mayor in the throat. And Harvey Dent's like, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, the billionaire's son. And he's like, What do you mean? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Yeah, you. Well, they've been looking for you. The, the Wayne fortunes has been fucking sitting there. And he's like, I was eight. I didn't know how to get home. He I- just drops the knife. Like what? <laughs> 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 yeah, he takes the mask off. He like, just takes all the clothes off. What? 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 Where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> why be? Why be a savior when you can be rich? <laughs> I'm gonna buy a scrapyard. That brings up an interesting point. You know, like when he was off training, Alfred's t- talking to people like, "Oh, Bruce is off, like using his fuck off money to like." Train to fight crime, you know, like spoiled billionaire kids do, using his trust fund money to be a vigilante. And then when he comes back and he's like, I'm fucking serious about this, Alfred's like, What? I thought you were using it as like an excuse to go bang models around the world. They no, they set all this up. Like they paid all these bad guys to like take an ass kicking, but he's not really joke. he's, He's not even good at fighting. Yeah. Like they have to pretend they're like, oh, he, like just, he hit so hard. He just thinks his he whole is. life, his whole life, every criminal he's ever fought was a paid actor. The Batman show. <laughs> Why are there so many criminals in this line holding scripts and checking their makeup? <laughs> that's what that's what one of the skinheads. I put every one of these people in prison. His that's name was Skinhead One. <laughs> that's, that's actually it actually explains why all our voices are different. Because they're all different actors from different places. Like we're oh, making I'm, this I'm short skinhead. film. We're making a short <laughs> yeah, film yeah. where where Batman is just a spoiled brat, <laughs> and Alfred's main job is hiring actors to 
do crime. He's like, the, the, the computer's not even hooked up to anything. He's just like, like, it's a DVD that he puts in. Like, oh, the penguin. Two face. He's not clever. Like, like, <laughs> he made up all the villains he himself. That's why the major is so like, shitty. So Alfred has to like make the. He's like a producer. That's why he's the so executive funny. producer of the Batman show. He's like, he's like, and he comes home. He's like, Alfred, I can't beat that guy. Well, you wouldn't be able to, sir. That's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cat burglar. What's she called? Uh, cat woman. Woman. You better stop her before she teams up with the Riddler. <laughs> like he's looking at who's available on his Google calendar. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is really good. <laughs> It almost oh. works better as a show. Right. Like, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Just a, a series of like 11 minute adult swim shorts. Yeah. We can do this. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I give up on everything else. We have just. It would probably we make. We can't post this episode now. Someone will steal it. It'll, it'll, it'll make more money than the whole DCU has. Right. Because it's better. Oh, my God. <laughs> My mind is blown. This is f- fantastic. But we're reading a script. <laughs> Back to the money. <laughs> uh, where were reckless and demonic? Okay, interior. Six, scene one hundred. Interior. Six-story warehouse near Gotham Dock. Moments later, armed guards playing cards at a table. At the service entrance, a guy draws back the peephole in a reinforced steel door just as, clang, the door flies off its hinges and skids, sparking across the parking lot on a chain behind the Batmobile. The guards rush outside, guns at the ready. The Lincoln Continental does a skidding 180 dragging the heavy door. The Batman accelerate. Batman is hyphenated. For those of you not reading along... And you can by going to tablereadspodcast.com and going to the scripts page. All our scripts are posted there. That one. Or if you're watching on YouTube, it's right on the screen. Right on my face. Covering up Jeff. That's what I do. I hide behind art. Peek around it. I'm not behind art no more. <laughs> you are. It's too far. Shit. The words are long. <laughs> um, anyway, it's hyphenated. So is Batmobile. Where's it said? Oh, it did say Batmobile. I missed that. I blinked out. I was writing my other million dollar idea. Uh, Batman accelerates, then stomps the brakes. The heavy steel door flies past him, smashing into the guards. Meanwhile, attracted by the noise, more armed men rush down the staircase. Enter the Batman. Two options. Tonight you men go to prison or the or to the... <clears throat> Sorry, oh, that was weird. Tonight you men go to the prison. Or to the prison hospital. The choice is yours. The first goon to recover levels a shotgun. The Batman throws a vicious kick to the guy's crotch before he can fire. That's the one I hoped you'd pick. The Batman leaps into the fray. Taloned claws sink into a man's shoulders. He, shoulder. He screams as he's thrown through a window. Another thr- thug swings a bat. 
I am the master of that. You can't help hurt me with it. <laughs> I own that. The Batman kicks him in the chest, grabs his bat from midair, and flings it, crunch, into the face of another gunner across the room. The guy gets the drop on... A guy gets the drop on Batman with a machine gun. There are seven working defenses from this position. Three of them disarm with minimal contact. Three of them kill. The other just hurts. I learned that from tactical defense in fighting in a warehouse, volume three. In a week. The ones that hurts. I better return these sooner. The late fees will mean that I must beat up myself. (laughs) I'm a criminal. Crack. He throws a maiming sidekick (laughs) into the guy's hip. He's young, father. He'll probably walk again, but he'll stay scared. The Batman puts a foot between another's shoulder blade and crack. Jerks both wrists back until they cross. That was from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear clouds their judgment, makes them stiff and clumsy. Guys keep pouring down the stairs. The Batman throws one over the rail. Another goes through a window. They're like ragdolls to me now, to be thrown aside and forgotten. That's not how children use ragdolls. They, they the, play with them. They love them. I that's hate them. That's how <laughs> Batman uses them. Boo! A third gets crushed underfoot as the Batman continues to climb floor by floor to the top. It's been a tough fight. He sweated through his clothes, lost his cape, but the action only makes him stronger. A glow of excitement shines off of him. There's only one man I'm looking for tonight. He's the general. And now, before him, Estrada tries to muster some composure. He's run out of men to fight for him and stands surrounded by half-starved Asian women with hate in their eyes. Ah, Estrada, at last we meet face to face. Such as it is, you're coming with me. I have a lot of questions for you. Estrada is backing to the wall in pure fear. The Batman's gloved hand covers his eyes. Everything goes dark. Fade out. What a great place to end. Mid-fight. Everything goes dark. Just like everything in my life. Everything is not good. It's dark. My Lincoln yeah. Continental um, is I'm dark. not looking ahead, but my guess would be that when we go into the next scene, Estrada's hanging upside down somewhere, either in a warehouse or off the edge of a building, something like that. Swear to me. Swear to me. Swear. Oh, oh. Swear to me. That was a good that was a part of the bit, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> My throat is dry. I have a glass of water that I have been neglecting. I have a glass of water. Father. Your son, Bruce. So, you guys enjoying it? I am. I actually... I I like the novel take on Batman. Yeah, it's definitely unique. It's, you know, it's like a janky Batman. I like the part that you're deleting later. That the, 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 oh. the, 
the, the, the, the listeners just hear a long beep and then just jumps right back into the story. Because you're not having our ideas, goddammit. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's this thing. That's part three. Uh, and look, in three parts, we've gotten 76 pages in. Yeah, so we like it. Yeah. It's <laughs> not uh, dragging. Like, it's, it's moving f- real fast. Right. Especially given that at some points, we are stopping at every single line. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not like Preacher where we just read through it because right. there was nothing to criticize. There's a lot of shit in here yeah. that we are taking to task. And it's still moving fast. This because be it's just a, a fast-paced movie. Right. This would be a good example. Well, there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of talking. Not so much yeah. Yeah. blocks and blocks of paragraphs of describing shoes and shit. Like, there's a lot of interactions that are going fast. But I would love for there to be a deep dive on how many minutes we read the script in this hour versus talked about shit that was not script <laughs> at all. Because I feel like this is a really good example of, of us trying to fix it because our minds won't let it be bad but i don't think we went off topic i yeah, know we were i not. think we were like focused on batman the whole no, time no it was batman oriented but as far as like production through the fucking script we just halted like five times like wait a minute this is dumb as shit and then we made our own script so we're reading two scripts at once yeah reading a good one and a bad one hey josh What's up, man? That's what I want to know from you. Oh, man. I'm doing all kinds of, like, video work lately, doing uh, commercials and real estate. Uh, you can check me out, joshuajbaker.com. You can reach out to me, M-E, me, at joshuajbaker.com. Hit me up, man. Do some work for you in the Atlanta area. And go to vimeo.com slash Mr. Joshua J. Baker. Also that. Also Vimeo, yes. Yeah. That's where you can see the video work that he's doing that is going to impress you and make you want to hire this man. Hopefully, yes. To make your Batman script. (laughs) And Table Reads, this show that you're listening to right now is available all over the internet. Is there a place where you like to get your podcasts? We are there. Guarantee it. Give us a search. If you want to find all the other places, go to Linktree slash Table Reads. You'll see all of those places. Um, and I'll throw that on the screen real quick if, um, and I have a special message for Elgato Stream Deck. Make it work, please. Oh, I thought we had a sponsorship deal. I'm like, holy shit, he did, he's held on to this all time. No, it, it just, <laughs> I, I can't run the podcast properly because your goddamn iPhone app doesn't work properly. Fix it. This podcast brought to you in spite of Elgato. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Precisely. Um, so, yeah. Can you do us a favor? If you like this show, if you don't like this show, I don't give a shit. However you feel about the show, leave us an honest review on the platform of your choice. That's right. That's right. We want to know. We had a one-star review that was very long and very brutal. And you know what I did? I took it as advice and made the show better. That's true. We had a five-star review, and you know what I did? Probably let that guy down. I don't know. <laughs> took it and made it better. We took it and kept it the same. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing good. Great. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. So leave a review. Going. 
subscribe so you can get us right away every week and uh, do stuff. Um, we'll see you next week for part four of Batman Year One by Frank Miller. Until then, we will miss you. This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit TableReadsPodcast.com. Cut to black. Black.